foolish rappers Long as I'm the number one, I don't care who come after When I came from Africa, they call me booty stretcher now they scream What's up, people? Welcome back to the BCMA Podcast. Man. That's the Black Clover Martial Arts Podcast. It's your boy Lucky from Lucky's Muay Thai. This is episode number 78. In this episode, we'll talk about the John Jones Stipe Miocic fight being off. Um, we'll also talk about UFC 294 from last week and how strange it was. Um, Francis Ngannou, Tyson Fury, that's this weekend. And I might have a few other words for the end of the show. But first, if you like the show, keep the like, hit the subscribe button, tell a friend, drop a comment below. Let us know if you like the show. Uh, if you want to stop by the gym, hit us up, www.luckysmt.com. You can hit us up on Instagram, at Lucky's Muay Thai. You can hit up Roberto Carrero for the BJJ program, at Carrero BJJ on Instagram. Um, we have great programs at the gym. We have a lot of people, and everybody's enjoying it. We'd love to have you come by and try it out. Uh, again, if you want to stop by the gym and start your Muay Thai or Jiu-Jitsu journey or your health and fitness journey, www.luckysmt.com. We will be waiting for you. We have a slot prepared just for you. A bag, pads, gloves, all of those things are in your future. So swing by, check us out. Okay, first, I guess we have some breaking news. Uh, John Jones, Stipe Miocic is off. Uh, there was a video posted of Jones in sort of a dogfight position, and he's wrestling and he goes, ow. And then he stays hunched over, holding sort of this area. Um, I think Dana said something about him tearing the tendon from the bone. So the fight's off. It's looking like eight months plus surgery. And um, that was a big fight for them. It's going to be Tom Aspinall, I believe, and Yuri, maybe, for the interim title. But nonetheless... That was a huge fight for them and a huge fight for the UFC. Both of these guys are at the tail end of their careers. It was kind of a legacy kind of fight. And it could have been something, you know, that either one of them could have hung their hat on just to close it all out. And unfortunately, I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, Stipe's already over 40. And this this injury is kind of tough. It's going to be a little while. Um, you know, you, John Jones a few days ago, they were showing videos of him you know, doing pull-ups in, like, full military gear with the rifle and the whole of everything. And you're like, damn. And now you're like, damn. But, you know, it kind of reminds me a little bit of, like, not that these things are related, but, you know, Tiger Woods notoriously was running with combat boots on because he wanted to feel that whatever you need to feel that military training uh in his training and it messed his back up it messed his legs up and it did not help him and i'm not saying that the pull-ups hurt john jones all i'm saying is some things that we do just because we're athletes may be unnecessary but we do them anyway and the gamble of the game is that you don't get hurt along the way and that you make the right decisions at the right times. So could this fight have happened earlier, a while ago, a long time ago? Absolutely. Um, but it didn't. Uh, the Nganu fight didn't happen with John Jones either. And this is what happens when you gamble on the weight. 
some people gamble and wait and it works out perfectly for them uh tyron woodley um uh what's his name oh my goodness the brit he he would hate me he would absolutely hate me um but nonetheless sometimes you wait it out you get a shot and um everything turns out great and sometimes you wait it out and fights fall through and then injuries happen and then whatever you were waiting for is no longer happening and is no longer worth it so i feel for john jones i guess in this situation because this would have been a huge fight steep a2 neither one of these guys have fought you know super recently um the game fight for john jones was not really a fight so yeah man it might be over um and let's talk more about the gamble right uh before we talk about the gamble though let's talk about johnny walker from ufc 294 received an illegal knee um and the doctor came and asked him in the corner if he knew where he was i believe the word is that he said the desert which was correct the problem is that if it's an illegal knee it should have been a dq but it wasn't it was a no contest and oddly enough he was still ready to fight so they shouldn't have even stopped the fight it, it was just fumbled all around um yeah i don't know i don't know what happened it was a fumble it was a fumble ruski weekend for the ufc man it got weird um and let's let's talk about that some more so Hamza Chimaev is coming back from however long. It's been almost a year, maybe maybe even longer since he fought. I don't even know. They couldn't... They had to pull Kamaru Usman on 10 days notice. Like injuries, all these things happen. I think everybody thought Kamaru had, had the least chance in the two fights that dropped out because the other fight was Alexander Volkanovsky taking Islam Makachev also on 10 days notice in a rematch. Usman actually did pretty damn well. I mean, the first round for sure, he got taken down, got his back taken, all that stuff, but he survived the damn round. And in the second and the third round, it was a stand-up battle. And, you know, did Hamzad win? Yeah. Could Usman have won? If it was a five-rounder, possibly. And that's off the couch on 10 days' notice. So if anybody actually won that moment between those two, for sure it's Usman. Uh, Hamzad was the, the poster boy for the new, like, I'm smash everybody, why kill everybody, whatever, you know. And the last two fights, it didn't look fantastic It's hard to be that guy all the time. And when you have time off, like a year off, whatever it is, you're having all these issues, can't get visas, whatever the problems are, all of that stuff weighs on you mentally. I think he left his team and went, I mean, this is like not what you need if you're trying to be a championship uh, fighter. Like all of those things outside of the, the cage, all of those team situations, all of those things really generally need to be worked out before you get there, meaning like two or three fights before, because by the time you become a champ, you know, you get these op championship opportunities, you need to have the solidest team around you, supporting you, everybody knows what you need, you can just focus on what you have to do in your training and your fighting, and all of those outside the cage issues, outside of the gym issues are 
you know, sort of put on the back burner or other people are there to help them, help you with them. Um, so yeah, man, shouts out to Usman taking the fight on 10 days notice. They fought, they fought at middleweight too. That was great. No need to cut weight. And I mean, a little weight he said, but I thought he did fantastic. But again, 10 days notice, weird fight. Um, Alexander Volkanovsky because, um, Oliveira dropped out with an injury, a gash over the eye. Islam Makhachev and Alexander Volkanovsky had a fantastic five-round fight, both on full training camps. Volk was trying to become the double champ and lost a very, very tight decision, even though it looked as if Islam sort of won every round. Those rounds were really close. Um... But he decided to take the fight on 10 days notice because you got to be great, right? you got to dare to be great. Islam made it look easy. And post-fight, Alexander Volkanovsky talked about his mental health not being the greatest and that he really needed a fight to get going and to help him, you know, with his head. He's always better when he's fighting. As a fighter, I know what he means. Other fighters I've talked to, they know what it means. It's hard. The, the emotions are heavy when you're not competing or when there's not something happening. And, you know, maybe he said also his surgery. So when you're not in the gym, you have an injury, you're not competing, you're not training, you're kind of just not sitting around, you're doing regular stuff. But when you're used to a certain thing and used to getting a certain energy out of your body and used to like not having to deal with, you know, every conversation in your head all the time, um, and then all of those things stop and you have to sort of deal with yourself that's where your mental health is you know it has to be strong and i say that and i i mean it as a fighter you should be working on your mental health as much as you're working on your jab like those fighters that muhammad ali mike tyson those guys that they would say would had fighters beat before they ever got into the into the ring generally speaking tyson didn't have the greatest you know, mental health after fighting. Not that it was great before, but at least during that time, he was on the right road, had custom auto, so forth. Um, Muhammad Ali's mental was tight, man. I mean, for the most part, he would pick you apart with his words and his brain, and he would do it with interviewers, he would do it with fighters, he would do it on a social level, political level. You have to train your mental health as much as your physical health. And, you know... Strickland made it look easy over Adesanya and then Adesanya spoke a little bit about other stuff he's got to deal with whether that's mental health or not it seemed to affect him mentally in the in the cage and Volk seemed to be not I mean on 10 days notice it's hard to say what you're going to be able to do but he didn't look himself in there for as long as it lasted and you know if it's mental health issues then fighting Ilya Tapuria or Max Holloway right away in December or January is not probably the wisest thing. You got to take care of your 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 head, man. Mental health is everything, man. Take care of yourself. Take time for yourself. If you're a competitor in any sport, take time for yourself to rest, to meditate, to focus. Um, you're counting on you. People are counting on you, and it's a heavy burden. But if you want to say, "I want to be a champion," that burden is going to be on your shoulders and you can't turn away from the fact that you have to have all your ducks in a row, including your mental health 
along with your physical health, along with your, you know, tight knit circle that you've cultivated and made sure you have the right people around you. All of those things are necessary. Do all of it. It's a full picture. It's not just about fighting. Okay. Francis Ngannou, Tyson Fury. That's this weekend. I suppose I should give a pick. I'm going to take Francis Ngannou in a shocker. I know I just laughed, but why not? What I think in my head, I see, you know, Tyson Fury doing his jerky fucking head movement shit and then jabbing. I saw him fight before uh, one of the one of the brothers. Oh, what was it? They're one of the Russian brothers, which escapes me right now. And he threw like six punches in a round, four punches in a round. And he won the fight. What I think is going to happen and my possibility in my brain for Nganu to win is that Tyson Fury likes to wrap dudes up sometimes, you know, to weigh heavy on their arms, wear them out a little bit. He did some of this with Deontay Wilder, leaned on him, all that. I don't think he knows how strong Francis Ngannou is. There is a chance that he goes to wrap Francis Ngannou up and Francis just tosses him sort of to the side and then cleans him up. I mean, I don't know, man. What if this happens? Goes to wrap him up, he turns him, shrugs him off, and then cracks him. Could this actually happen? Yeah, why not? Francis Ngannou has basically beat and defied every odd that has been put in front of him. How can I not root for that guy? I love Tyson Fury, but... Man, I'm taking Ngannou in a huge upset win and whatever belt they're doing or whatever, I'm, I would be super dope, super happy to see it. It would be dope. All right, so that's my pick, Ngannou and a shocker. All right. Last but not least, I have not spoken about this other than to my immediate family. I have friends that are from all over the world. I think everybody knows me pretty well from speaking through this microphone, also from the however many years of teaching and plus the years of writing blogs. Um, I only have like a couple of words, man. The first thing is you, if you are not directly affected, but you know people that are, Greet those people with compassion and empathy and understanding that you do not understand. And that there is still love in the world, even if it's just from you. Uh, the second thing is for Israel and Palestine. Nobody's listening to me, but... Find peace. Find peace. It's there somewhere. It always is. Um, and that's it. If you like the show, keep the like. Hit the subscribe button. Tell a friend. Pass it along. Drop a comment below. If you want to stop by the gym, www.luckysmt.com. You know what it is. Muay Thai, Jiu Jitsu. Uh, bunch of great people. Come get in shape. Learn some self-defense. Maybe you'll compete one day. Maybe you won't. Who knows? But we're right there for you. And I'm out.
Peace. This world will take a good man and they change him to a villain. Uh, when the system's been set up by races trying to kill him, uh, I just want to 